What's up, guys? Welcome to BitCast episode 40 for the week of September 24th, 2017. I'm your host, Jake Martin. In the studio this week, we have a new BitCast comer, or BitCast newcomer, <laughs> said that incorrectly, Dustin, Dustin Heisinger. Welcome to the show, sir. Hey, man. Thanks for having me here. It's a uh... It's opportunity. It's awesome. Uh, just I can't believe that I get to be on a podcast, and I'm like, oh, I've been excited for like the whole week. Yeah, well, get ready for unforeseen fame uh, when a whole bunch of people just start hitting you up. Like, oh my gosh, I saw you on that podcast that is local to Chattanooga that only 800 people listen to. Like, it's gonna be, it's gonna be, it's gonna, it's gonna blow your like blow your mind. My Instagram is just gonna blow up. <laughs> so yeah, watch out for that. Yeah, paparazzi will be showing up at your house pretty soon. I uh, need to set mine to private now. It's like, these are pictures of my son. <laughs> no, no, no. Just leave, leave me alone. Leave me alone. Yeah. <laughs> um, so anyways, um, Dustin and I, uh, funny story. We, yeah, like I said, we, um, we started in Chattanooga and we're, we're based in Chattanooga. And uh, we met over Instagram where I was just posting, like, I'm, I'm sure you probably caught one of the posts about maybe my Amiibos or something like that. I think it was like, like the 2DS. It was like, I'm not going to buy this. And I was like. You're like, wait a minute. We should be friends. <laughs> I was like, what are you doing? And how many how many uh, 2DSs or 3DSs do you have? Do you want me to include like the old stuff? Yes, all of them. How many Game Boys do I have? No, just the DS oh, name, I guess. DS. <laughs> I've got like at least five, but one of them is with a friend. Like I'm like, you need to enjoy this. Go. Just here's here's a DS and Smash Brothers. Just Go. borrow it. You're welcome. Mm -hmm. Yeah, uh, yeah. That, that, that's that's very kind of you to be able to part with one of your DSs. Because um, I feel like every system I've ever had, I've I've held very dear to my heart. If someone asks to borrow it, and I'm like, don't break it. Are you gonna take care of it? <laughs> yeah. Do you want it? How bad do you want it? Because <laughs> if it comes back broken, you're paying for a new one. I'm sorry. Well, no, like we we love to be thrift shoppers. Like we go out and I mean, I'll hit up pawn shops and there was a, an electric blue 2DS and it was retail, you know, 250. And I was like, oh, is that the Pokemon blue one? And it, and it wasn't, but it was still the electric blue mm -hmm. and not the little Mario Kart. And so I looked at the guy behind the counter. I was like, I want that one at that price. And he goes, done you can have it you can have it and i walked away with it and i was like oh. it's like this thing's so cool and like i lent that one out to my friend because the the buttons were a lot better than the other 2ds ah. so they stuck on the like the black plastic one i was like you can have the nice one but please take care of it because this is my favorite one so far but he's like 35 years old so if he can't take care of it now i'll be like well you know you're, you're doing something wrong yeah. <laughs> you're doing something wrong so yeah you got to teach me your ways of of bargain hunting because i feel like there's so many situations where i could find great stuff like that i just don't know where to look sometimes it's really under rock like i love goodwill <laughs> psa for goodwill uh <laughs> brought to you by goodwill brought to you by goodwill um i just my brother he hates me because i find so much good stuff at goodwill i was like if you look at the scoreboard, like we win. It's like if you look at like the batting average, we're terrible. I was like, because you go to Goodwill and find nothing. And I was like, I find nothing more than I find good things. Yeah, but. you have to go a lot to find something that's actually great. Oh yeah, because there's sure. people just like you, or maybe more crazy, that will just go every single day, like to check and see if something new's been added. It wouldn't be uncommon for us to hit five Goodwills in one Saturday. That is, that just sounds like a lot of work. It's really a lot of digging, but I mean, there's a reward to it. So that's something like for, for my brother and I, he's like, I don't, he goes to one. I'm like, you don't find anything at one. Like you you find just, one thing between five stores. You can't just stop at one. You're, you're selling yourself short. Yeah. 
Life lesson, guys. It's always, always a over. Always flip like if there's like a stack of clothes there, flip it over. There's a DS game hidden underneath <laughs> it. I guarantee you. <laughs> you have to be like also like an immaculate treasure finder. I have to like just have like some some innate sense for like where treasure is hidden. I should just like hold it over my head. Like, look what I found. <laughs> Straight up sell it. <laughs> if my text message thing was that, it was perfect. <laughs> I think that is mine right now. Actually, no, it's a start from Zelda. Uh, one second. I was making sure our audio things were okay. We're good. Uh, so, anyways, um, so yeah, Dustin and I um, found commonality uh, between just our nerdiness and being in Chattanooga. And since then, like, yeah, I mean, you're on the podcast now, obviously. Um, so specifically, we're going to be um, covering a bunch of stuff, uh, news related, like always. But at the very end of this, because Dustin and I, well, more specifically, Dustin is in a new stage of life where he's becoming a dad. I thought it'd be really cool to talk about what that looks like and how things change or, or if things do change at all um, and maybe just distill some life lessons for us that are maybe thinking about kids in, at one point and uh, what that's going to look like. So uh, before we jump into the news of the week, I'm going to just cover a few topics. I apologize. I'm looking at my phone right now. Uh, we're talking about Mario 64 online, something that most people probably didn't know about, uh, but uh, pretty cool. Uh, Steam histograms and review, review bombing. This is really just... Uh, again, I want to make sure that we're cultivating a healthy environment of, of video games because I know that's an environment that can be very hostile and, mm -hmm. and kind of negative sometimes. Um, so we'll talk about that for a second. And then Fortnite has been in the news lately a lot uh, for multiple reasons. So we'll talk about that for a second. And then, like I said, the main topic is being a dad gamer. Uh, so before we jump in, though, I'd be uh, remiss if I didn't mention, make sure to leave reviews on iTunes or any of our podcast services. That does a lot for us. Um, and if you do, I will read it off on the show. So it's kind of like a little, hey, they're, they're, they're listening to me. So, you know, shout out. It's a fun thing. Yeah. Um, and then also, uh, if you want to, you can check out uh, all of our stuff on YouTube. Subscribe there. We're getting started on it. So it's still pretty weak. Um, but I'll have a let's play up pretty soon of Mario Rabbids uh, that Matt and I did this last week. And it's, it's really cool, actually. I'm excited for that. <laughs> um, so right before, uh, or well, I guess our drink of the show today uh, is a nice coffee i don't even know what brand it is i apologize cheers um, you got the chattanooga choo choo i right. got the uh, pancake house from montgomery ohio okay i'm partially from ohio there you go a little, little nugget of information there for you guys uh, but dustin i always ask all my guests if you are playing any games right now is there anything you're playing at the moment uh, multiple things <laughs> one part about being a dad is trying to finish something and finish it quickly yes but um I had to stop listening to the podcast because you do a lot of Breath of the Wild stuff. And I'm like, please stop. I had spoilers everywhere because like, I'm so I, sorry. No, it's okay. I can, I can put it down for you. Like I can just say, okay, I'm not going to listen to this episode. And thanks for the, like, you know, and I, I give you a warning at least. At like, least hey. you did give me a warning because I was like, what's this one about? Okay. No, I can't not, watch it. Not talking about it. And I mean, I just beat like one of the third, Divine Beast. Divine Beast. And it was in the desert, um, for your Grudo. Um, I don't know the actual, it's uh Barbosa It's what's on Rocky and Bowinkle? What's uh, the dude's name? Bo uh, <laughs> Boris? Naboris. Yeah. Naboris. Nabora, yeah, or yeah. something like that. Yeah. Something like that. And so I just beat that last <laughs> something night. Something like that. And I was like, I feel accomplished because we're in the middle of moving and I can at least beat that. So Breath of the Wild, I've got Mario Kart on the uh on the Switch as well. Um You haven't I'm, unlocked all the gold parts yet? No, because the Amateur most hour. that I've played um, Ashley was going to buy it for me for my birthday, and I just went ahead and bought it. Like when I was in Dallas, that was, I was probably like, a good choice. Yeah, I was like Mario Kart. All right. I mean, what's new? Not a lot, but I like some of the the cool new features that are yeah, on there. Some new characters here and there. Mm -hmm. And two hundred CC. That was that that already existed. What was the the other? reverse? Yeah, yeah. 
so everything back that way. And um, so those are the two games that I've been playing a lot. But I play Smash at least once a day mm-hmm. um, if I can get to it. I wish I had Smash. I wish I had not sold it with my Wii U. Um, but I have a I have an inkling still that Smash will come out for the Switch. So I'm still kind of I'm very afraid of breaking the Switch because that. of Smash. Well, that's why you just play on the Pro Controller, and then you at least only break the controller. It's like playing on the <laughs> Wii U. Pro, like, if you had just the Wii U tablet, it's, like, really wide, so oh, you're, like, gosh. not used to it. Yeah. You get owned, for sure, so... Because I'm hand cramps, maybe. <laughs> can't. I'm 30 years old. I can't do this, son. Why are you doing this to me, Nintendo? <laughs> well, I mean, that's like what I feel like when I'm playing the 3DS. Matt was complaining about that. He has the new Metroid for the 3DS, and oh. he's saying, like, it's an awesome game, but, like, his hands hurt so bad from playing because you're doing so many motions at once. Mm-hmm. He's, like, grip it and, like, hold R and, like, move and it's like yeah you know it's just not a very conducive ergonomic controller i guess <laughs> yeah i mean that's you've seen the pads that came out with it for like this i just yes. can't do that but we bought um the 3ds's when they came out like the new 3ds xls mm-hmm. and we were on vacation and smash brothers got released like we didn't go to the beach to go to the beach we ended up playing smash brothers like the whole weekend <laughs> It was really just a Smash Brothers beach vacation. Yeah, Smash uh, Beach. Where you, where you didn't actually go to the beach at all. Or if you did, you were just under a towel playing Smash Brothers. Well, thankfully, it did rain for a couple of days. So it was like justified. Gave you an excuse, yeah. yeah. But we, we changed our pre-orders from Chattanooga to, to Florida. To Florida. Oh, just that's like, hilarious. can we please get this to happen? And so like... It was three of us, and we were down there, and I was just like, this is so awesome, being Smash to, Brothers on the go. Being able to play on the go is, is unbelievable. So if it comes to the Switch, I mean, it'll be the same concept, only way better because it feels good to actually play on that controller. Oh, yeah. Or at least even on the Switch. So um, for me right now, I have been dipping into, and I, you know, I've actually I got I to gotta come clean. I spoke previously about not wanting to really dive into Destiny 2 because of the time commitment that we so commonly refer to. Uh, however, my brother still hasn't got me, uh, still hadn't got me a birthday gift. And he was like, I want to buy you destiny too, so we can all play it together. So my brother has it. My younger brother has it. Uh, and one of my good friends, uh, Cameron Betts, who was on the, the Apple one recently, he also just got it. So it's been fun. Like I'm good. I'm on, I'm, I'm leveling up. Corner. And, You're going to play. Yeah. And so I'm going to, I'm going to play that for the next couple of months here, probably, <laughs> or at least, at least, yeah, maybe one or two months. When Mario Odyssey comes out, I'll probably stop playing. Uh, but I said, in that time frame, I'd like to beat the campaign at least. I'm not going to worry about staying at the max level, whatever it is, because that's just that's where I can't keep up. Can't maintain. Yeah, but it's been fun. And and honestly, they did a good job. Like the story at this point, I'm only like level eight right now, was actually pretty interesting. And like there's a reason to at least be doing some of the stuff that you're doing. I'm like, oh, okay, like you know, we're a faction and we're trying to come back from this devastating loss that we just suffered. And like there's an actual main evil guy that you can see and know who he is. So it's been good so far. That's, but that's cool. after like one day of playing. So yeah, who knows? Just, we had um birthday dinner for my brother last night and he was talking about that. He's like, Destiny 2, man. I was like, I didn't play Destiny 1. I was like, you bought all of the consoles. And when I moved out, when we got... Like we both individually get married to other people, <laughs> split your stuff up. Split his. I was like, you bought all the consoles, you keep that, and so I brought the Wii U. And like anything else, is just like if I can't play it on the go, it's kind of hard to get to. But I've been admiring from a distance, seeing all the stuff because I'm like, I'm on YouTube, I'm there yeah. for content. Like that's really. the beauty of YouTube is like even if you can't play games, you can at least watch some of like what it is. Like okay, that's cool. Like, yeah, I, I feel like I've experienced the game that I need to experience. <laughs> and that's like my whole childhood with my stepbrother and my brother. Like mm-hmm. 
we would just at the time they weren't called let's let's play it was like i'm going to play and you're going to sit there and watch you're going to watch me play and i love that mm-hmm. i mean seriously like there was i did little game game playing when i was growing up it was all just watching my older brother play and i was mm-hmm. like yeah you're better at this than me i'm just gonna watch you play and then sometimes he would get frustrated he's like you try and you know we would i would try to mimic what exactly what he did and usually die first like immediately but Still a great experience. That's why Let's Plays do exist, in case you're wondering. I'm a fan of them. Because they are good sometimes if you just want to be there for the game. Uh, so now we can kind of segue into our new segment. Be right back. And then, you know, I'll do a little edit here. <laughs> All right. Yeah, actually, thank you. Thank you very much. Appreciate that. That's what I normally do. And we're back. So Welcome back. We are going to be talking about Mario 64 first. Uh, so recently there was this really cool project um, that I, I don't know if I have his name on here. Um, however, he had his own Patreon and had everything set up to specifically um, have people support his his program that he was doing to be able to bring Mario 64, the one from the N64, onto an online server where 24 people can get on and just clomp through the Mushroom King- Kingdom and complete missions together. Um, I watched some gameplay from it. Um, and it was pretty ridiculous. It just seemed like a hot mess, but it looked like a lot of fun. It though. looked really fun because, you know, I love Mario 64, one of my favorite games of all time. And uh, just being able to play that with other people, especially 24 other people, seems a little chaotic. It's. Uh, I was like, how does the frame rate work on this thing? It's yeah. like if you have that many people, it's like playing. Oh, gosh. I, it's kind of like the old um, style, like where you had to hook up multiple computers anyways, like when, yeah. before Internet, like where everybody <laughs> could play online. But like, yeah, I didn't, I didn't understand exactly how that would work. I was like, so two or three people could jump in and say, I want to start this mission and they would land in the same place as the other people that were already there. Um, I would, I would love to see, I would have loved to see, we'll talk about that in a second to see if, uh, you know, there was like a completion, like how fast could they beat this game with 24 people helming it? I mean, it probably would take less than, oh, I don't know. The whole entire game? If they weren't speedrunners, yeah. Yeah. If they weren't professional, like if it was just like me and you playing, like if we had 24 friends playing, we could probably beat the game. I don't know. 24, like think about that. 24 people playing, one star per five, 10 minutes. I mean, you could beat it Especially pretty Especially just the pickup stars, like where you just run around. It's like, got yeah. it. But the, the, the coin missions, dude, they'd be so easy. Yeah, it's like, you go get those 10, I'll go get these. And then you and just go find the red ones over there. Yeah, you just do that over there. Especially we'll the swimming levels, like, go swim for the red coins. <laughs> yeah, you, yeah. You, you assign the person you like the least to the uh, swimming level. Leroy can, Jenkins, go get the red coins. You can do that one, please. Uh, however, Nintendo issued a copyright strike against the game um, and the, the actual developer's Patreon as well, uh, which... I'm not surprised. Not surprised at all. This happens all the time. And I and, and so there were there's actually a really cool theory about this. That, you know, game developers specifically, you know, up and coming developers that are good with game design will do this knowing very well that their stuff's going to get shut down because Nintendo is Nintendo and they take care of their IP. Uh, but they do it, I think, also to gain some publicity. That's and maybe get in the eyes of Nintendo. So like what happens is they they build this whole thing out in secret, then they finally launch it. And they get a whole bunch of attention from game outlets and, you know, news websites. And then Nintendo obviously sees it and then they shut it down. And then, you know, you know, everyone feels bad for the developer. Like, oh, he was just making a cool game about Nintendo. And it's like, well, you got to, I mean, like, come yeah, on. That's their, yeah, for sure. It's their IP. <laughs> but I mean, like, that's their main, like, if you're going after them. This is Mario. <laughs> this is Mario. You're not going to last more than 24 hours. Yeah. If that. But I, I mean, I'm, I'm 
very, very much appreciative of their work, like what they're doing, because like the game is 21. I looked at it this morning. It's 21 years old. Came out in 96. Yes. So 96 or 97. Yeah. 96 or 97. And so how old it is, I was like, it's a, it's dead. Like nobody's playing that. I mean, we play stuff like because we have a lot of older games. Yeah, we have nostalgia for it. Yeah. But I mean, like we're still playing one person on it. I mean, the fact that you could have that many more people to play and just honestly break a lot of stuff like, yeah. <laughs> within the game is like, you go do that. I was like, it's there's cool. a new adventure to something that's 20 something years old. Yeah. It's so it's, it's both a, I, I see both sides. Obviously, I'm just like, look, you can't. And especially when with within a month of Mario, their new Mario flagship title coming out, they don't want anything detracting from that game. They want as many people to care about their new Mario game that's coming out because this, like you said, provided a new cool experience for a 20 year old game. And they're like, we want as many people that are playing this to buy Mario Odyssey. And chances are they probably are those if people. they have like yeah. a Switch. Yeah. Uh, however, uh, you know, I don't feel bad for the developer. I'm just like, you can't like that's that's he knows you've seen so many things that happen. It's like, you know, exactly what's going to happen as soon as this, this Nintendo hears about this. And obviously, since new sites were covering it, it was pretty quick. <laughs> I'm sure they have like just staff members that sit there. And oh, absolutely. Protect IP all day. Oh, and it's so easy to like, I mean, literally, like I have my news feed set up and like I will see about this stuff every single day. I'm like, oh, that's cool. Mm-hmm. next day it was shut down okay yep figured that it was gonna happen <laughs> well i mean what you had said about like getting in the eyes of nintendo i i wanted to make a a parallel to like sonic mania yeah most of the people that worked on that were people that were just making an indie style like mm-hmm. hey i want to make this because i want to see more levels based on this older style like sega um genesis games and they made them and then they got attention for the positive yeah, and, and sometimes up, it turns to a job, yeah. Yeah, I mean, like, some of those people are probably like, well, you know, thanks, Sega, for the opportunity, but now, you know, they're not going to make any more. They're yeah. just like, y'all did a fantastic job. We like what you did. We're going to take some of those ideas, put it in here, Yeah, and I mean, some of you. Yeah. That's the, the parallel is, like, if Nintendo wasn't so, like, SWAT about it, I think that there would be a, a lot of interesting opportunities for like good wholesome family games like what nintendo wants to protect Mm -hmm. to be able to kind of like be crowdsourced in that way it's like these are things that we like about these old games can we make make it better i mean they did a little bit of that with mario maker which is kind of cool nintendo said okay obviously people have been creating you know off-brand mario levels for for decades now uh we're going to make a game that specifically lets you do that but it's it's a bummer that it, it takes like nintendo being able to make a first party game that they're going to profit from first to be able to enable people to do that. Mm-hmm. You know, like the Steam community and even the Xbox community is to some respect, there's a lot of modding going on. They like, they encourage that with like GTA and all these other big games, Skyrim. They're like, do as many mods as you want to. And like, you know, people have made incredible, incredible things like make the game look and run way better. Or they add like Thomas the Train Engine dragons instead of actual <laughs> those dragons. Are, those are awesome. <laughs> but I mean, like the Unreal like versions of most of the mm-hmm. like older stuff. Like especially if you go on there and just watch somebody who's put a lot of effort into creating something that's like functional. Especially like Ocarina of Time and Unreal. Yeah, it is Unreal. Like it looks <laughs> fabulous. I mean, uh, based on like what you've seen in the past. And I mean, like I know that's not Nintendo's like. Mo, they don't care about the newest, best technology. We want to make great experiences. Yeah. yeah. So, what can you do? Either way, you can uh, just be a fan. Hopefully, this guy gets a job. I mean, I know the the Metroid. Uh, what was it? What was it? Am two R. 
Um, another Metroid 2 remake, uh, that guy that was doing that remake, he actually did get employed uh, by the guys that make Ori in the Blind Forest. Um, it's like a pretty hardcore Xbox platformer. It's like really beautiful um, and like had a lot of cool Metroid elements in it. And so they saw his work and they're like, oh, we'll bring him on and he can just bring some of that game design to, to our team. <laughs> Good publicity. So, so again, same thing though. He knew he was going to get taken down. People saw it and they're like, eh, we'll hire him. <laughs> so risk taker like it yeah this guy this, this guy's he knows what he's doing sorry about that i hit, hit my coffee um so up next uh i wanted to talk briefly well this is not gonna be a brief conversation because this is a this is a big old can, can of worms uh but the so kind of backtrack this to to give some history on this so pewdiepie has been in the media a lot for just not using choice words and being pretty uh, ignorant of a lot of things uh, and his influence and so he he got in trouble and uh, a developer from the game firewatch campus i think it's campus santo i can't remember the developer uh, either way they came out and they publicly said like we do not want him supporting our games anymore like we don't like the fact that he's even making money off of our content if this is the kind of person that he is and so they they filed a dmca which is basically like a uh, takedown of their of their videos on his channels and i think it succeeded and which is great. You know, it's like, Hey, cool. Yeah. That, might, that probably will teach him a lesson a little bit about like, Hey, you gotta be like a good representation of like everyone. If you have 57 million followers, <laughs> and uh, most of them children. Exactly. Um, and so with that though, PewDiePie's, this is not PewDiePie's fault. This is just a whole bunch of his, uh, people that are his fans. Um, immediately after like the DMCA worked, they went on to steam and immediately started review bombing, uh, the, their game firewatch. And uh, that's problematic because they're not, they're not, um, it's, it's like, it's like when you go on Metacritic or whatever else, you see people giving things zeros just because they disagree with like the producer or the director, or they give it zeros because so many people are giving it tens and they disagree with that. Like, I'm going to give them a zero because it's going to even out all the really good hype this game's getting or vice versa. Mm -hmm. And so with this, I love that Steam implemented this histogram idea where if you go to the review section now, what it does is it gives you a timeline of reviews for like every single month or something like that. So you can see like, okay, this game was trending like very positively for a very long time. And then all of a sudden out of nowhere, there's a ton of negative reviews. And so you can kind of use, I mean, if you're educated, I mean, usually if you're checking reviews, you're a pretty educated buyer. You can go on there and be like, Okay, this game has a really, really bad score, but let's see what it what it actually would score at for me. And then you can see like, oh, actually, it looks like people were just being jerks and decided to give it negative reviews. It sits at like a seventy, probably, um, which is really smart. Um, I'm I'm a fan, and I think this is just a bigger message as as a whole. Like, I don't know, internet's just a dumb place sometimes. I was on my way here, and they said the dark web. I was like, what's the dark web? The dark web. I was like, is that a Spider-Man <laughs> reference? Like, the dark web. I'm Venom. like, Venom, for sure. It's his side. But I I appreciate it. I read a lot of reviews. I mean, I might not, like, interact. I think most uh, most men anyways, like, on, on at the internet, like, most of us won't interact. We read. And my wife, like, says, you have reading face. What are you reading? And it's just, like, very <laughs> discerning. Like, what is this? Um, something's important. So I was like, I just, it's just really hard to read. So I'm like really concentrating, <laughs> but like for somebody that's going to buy something, like, um, if I was like on steam, if I had a good enough computer to, to be on there, yeah. like if it could handle it, then I would totally participate. Yeah. But if I'm buying something, I want to know what the community thinks about it. Like, what are the people that are actually playing it? What are they doing? I was mm -hmm. like, 
when we were kids, it was go and rent something like from Movie Magic in Cleveland. Movie Magic. You get it on Friday. Yeah, there you go. You'd have it on Friday. If it sucked, you had it all weekend and you were stuck with it. You had to make the best of it. Big waste of money. Yeah. You, You basically went by box art. You're like, this looks pretty cool. Could be bad. Oh, well, we're going to go for it. <laughs> Name Toe Jam and Earl. Mm, I'll risk it, risk it. But I know the cartoon. This could be pretty good. This could be. But, I mean, you were stuck with it all weekend. So, I mean, there was no investment. So, at this age in, in the digital media, being able to, like, just read reviews. like, hey, that game's totally bomb. Like, don't waste your time. There's a lot of glitches. Not actually good, yeah. Yeah, I mean, substance that you can read and say, this game sucks because of this. It's just like... Okay, you're probably a 14 year old kid. Yeah, this love is you. a person who didn't understand what the game was actually supposed to be. Yeah, it's yeah. just like I kept dying. It's like, well, um, well, that's Dark Souls. Chances are you're not very good at the game. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, like, and I think about it even with Amazon reviews. You know, uh, you you have to take it with a grain of salt. If a, if a product has like a four, that usually means it's really really good. Probably it's a good product. Um, People expect perfection, and it's like, no, there's probably like some people on there that literally didn't even know what they were doing with this product. So, for example, I got a case for my Apple Watch, and uh, one guy gave it a one out of five stars, and he was like, terrible, terrible product, doesn't even fit on my Apple Watch. And uh, he he had literally thought that like the it was it was upside down like he like had it completely flipped over oh to where the back was on it to where, to where the back was on it <laughs> I can't even <laughs> can't even tap it anymore it's like a, it's like a circle I mean you can see it on the bottom like it's there's a uh, there's like a little circle on the back he had that Half on of my the, contents block yeah on the screen and he was like this is a terrible device I don't know why they would sell this and he was like waste of money and I was like oh my gosh so you have to understand also that. Not all of the consumers are the most intelligible people. And so this histogram at least allows you to see a much better idea instead of an average number. Um, like, okay, like when this game first came out, people loved it, thought it was great. And then this weird subset over here just started to sit, give it negative reviews. And you can even like look up time, like news articles about it, like Firewatch February. And like you can see like, okay, people found out about this and started giving it negative reviews because they're jerks. Yeah. So. All for this. That's why Steam is like such a thriving, you know, community because the developers actually are smart and care about this kind of stuff. So, Good more job power to them. Um, and then last, kind of just also hullabaloo with uh, really PC games, which I'm not as experienced about. Um, but Fortnite's also on PS4, so that's kind of why I even glanced at it. Um, this was kind of cool. So there was an accidental crossplay between Xbox and PS4 with Fortnite. This is a game. Um, it's basically like Minecraft meets zombie survival, whatever. Um, it looks like a pretty cool game, but it's it's recently gone free to play. And generally, I stay away from those games. I'm just like, it's going to be a pretty hollow experience. But nonetheless, Epic is actually the developer behind this game. And so, uh, yeah, there was, there was an accidental crossplay, and I can read this off real quick. Epic quickly confirmed that PS4 and Xbox One crossplay had indeed happened accidentally as a result of a configuration issue. Epic says that the issue has now been corrected. Um, so to, to me, I just wanted to bring this up because like crossplay has been such a, a topic between these two consoles, Xbox and Sony specifically. PC has always been friendly with either system, whichever one wants to use it. Um, but it's just, it's funny that Xbox and PS4 have remained so against crossplay. It's like Sega Nintendo back in the old days. <laughs> it's just like, no, but I, I would be for it because I mean, like, it's like, what computer did you buy an Apple, a PC, like, but you can still interact with the same content. Exactly. So I see no problem, like on my end. 
but I can see why they're like these need to be separate and completely opposites because there's just, there's not a lot of cross pollination there. There's a lot of opportunities, and I think that it would be really neat because like I grew up an Xbox fan, like exactly. I didn't personally, but you know it's just like. I got that. That's what I first had. Like the Xbox came out. I didn't get a PlayStation until PlayStation Two. Exactly. And but it's I like, mean, but I have my friends have this, and I would like love to be able to play with them also. You know, like the Destiny thing. Like Brock was like, man, I'm thinking about my brother. He's like, I w- I'm thinking about getting an Xbox so I can play Destiny Two with like my friends that I'll play on there. And I was like, why? And I was like, just yeah. for one game. And I was like, you have us. And he's like, yeah, I know, but I have like a lot of friends that play on Xbox too. And I'm just like, <sighs> but that that's it, inherently why people want crossplay. So mm-hmm. that way you don't have to even make that decision. You can say, I like this, you know, user experience more than I like Xbox or vice versa. And that's it. I do like PlayStation's like UI versus Xboxes. <laughs> I'm like, I don't really care about me. Like, I don't care about Nintendo's me's. Like, yeah, decorate I, them. They're just whatever. They're there. They were fun when they first came out. And now I'm like, I'm over it. People were obsessed with me's when they first came out. But yeah, now it's like, okay, that's that's uh, it's not really helpful anymore. Not very useful. Especially that. But from a business standpoint, it does make sense. PlayStation, the same thing with like Nintendo back in the day. It's like they're in the lead. Why should they even give up half of their market share and make people not really care about what system they're playing on? Like that's the whole point. It's like, oh, you know, there's I think over 60,000 PS4s now that have been sold. And they're like, why, like, why do that? Why stop? Like why like, we want to keep selling these. So if person A is like, yeah, I have an Xbox or I have a PlayStation and these guys all have PlayStation. We all play on PlayStation. But, I mean, how many gamers out there have all of the systems still? Or, I mean, not not even old ones, but the current ones. Like, yeah, dropping $400 is not great. But, I mean, if you're single or mm-hmm. if you're, like, a teenager and you have a job and you're starting to, like, you know, keep that, why not? I mean, you might have two or three consoles. It just depends on what you want. Because yeah. we had N64, had, like, the PlayStation <laughs> 1, you know yeah. like my sister had that and she had like crash bandicoot and that was oh. probably the best yeah that's pretty much all you played on ps1 tekken. yeah tekken <laughs> and oh gosh uh any of the rpgs really spyro yeah spyro spyro's big mega man and that was the, they, were, they were on playstation i think too so yeah so i mean at that time like when we were kids i know it's a different now because the consoles are a lot more expensive a lot more expensive but i wonder how many people out there do kind of had that same thing like where we're at our house we were too um college dudes like we just would split the money like it was like i'm gonna buy this game it's like that's great i'll sit and watch you play or like we'll you know like for diablo when it came back out you know a couple years ago like we Mm -hmm. played through it and then went through like the expansion pack together so we would just sit there and do that so i mean but have a split screen diablo no you're all on the same screen okay so i mean it's kind of like that over over the top so it was really fun we would get a couple people going but you know what we missed a lot was being able to interlock landlines like we would have um halo 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 games like all of that stuff across the same house especially like the first xbox when halo came out like how many xboxes can you hook up i think uh, i think correct me if i'm wrong i think it may have been eight it was a lot and we would Maybe take them to like high that. school with us and we would play in like the band room. Like they had just enough space and we'd get a bunch of those roller cart TVs, mm-hmm. push them into the room and like you just hear people yelling. Dude, Good that's time. the best. That's the best. Or you just pile into your friend's basement and you have like a all pizza the, party, all the TVs from the house down in the basement. <laughs> smells like mildew down yeah, here. We might terrible. have asbestos. It's okay. Yeah. <laughs> You'll be fine. Don't Parents inhale. are yelling at you constantly for being too loud. Go to bed. <laughs> it's like 2 a.m. Oh my gosh. I remember one time I had some friends upstairs. 
And my dad, he has a voice like mine, only like more, I think when Booming. I was a kid, just a lot more grumbly and scary. He like just walked to the bottom of the stairs. I could hear him like his, the board, the boards creak. And he's like, Jacob, be quiet. All your friends are going home. I was like, <laughs> are you going to drive them home? I was like, okay, dad. <laughs> okay. I'm so sorry. <laughs> my mom was like, you can't have more than like one friend over per time. Like she, she wasn't like not. You couldn't have sleep bar, like sleepover party, kind of like that thing, like for girls, I guess, whatever. But for guys, it's like bro party. But you know, like come over. Like we, when I got older, we had more people come over, like because it was high school students. You didn't have to like feed like four ten year olds, you know. Yes, but just it was an army. You know, my best friend, who I call my brother, like he and I, like growing up, we would just go to each other's house back and forth, and we'd play games, and it's like go to bed, and it's like no, got to beat this level together, Dad. You don't understand. You don't understand. <laughs> Just put on some headphones. Maybe that would save you some of the problems. Only I, we didn't have them back in the day. Yeah, that was that was the other problem. There was no way to hook up headphones and everyone could hear at the same <laughs> or time. Or have a splitter to yeah, even do that. Yeah, I have a couple splitters here just in case. <laughs> yeah, but I think the crossplay aspect now, it would just connect a lot of people. Like my sister moved to Delaware. And so like not that she would be playing games, but her nephew, like my nephews, her sons would be like more opt to play yeah. with me. Like online. if they could online be like, Hey guys, let's get on, let's play. If they had the same system, if we had the same system, but I mean like they're, you know, 10 and under, they don't need it right now. They need to go outside and play, but like, yeah. you know, for rainy days or things like that, when they're not here in town, it'd be great. Even if I had an Xbox and I had a PlayStation because my brother-in-law likes, I think he likes PlayStation stuff. And so he would, be more apt to that be like all right yeah let's get them on let's just hop down and play some games with them on xbox and like it's just funny because like the controllers at this point are so similar that i don't normally have an issue with transferring over i i, I get confused a little bit with the uh the nintendo to other other games because like the buttons are always mapped a little differently like jump and those are usually a little bit weirder a b x triangle square um so all that basically to say that crossplay is a cool thing that I do wish exist. However, I understand from a business standpoint mm-hmm. why it does exist. If I was PlayStation, I would do the exact same thing. <laughs> uh, so can't blame them, but maybe one day, maybe one day we'll all just, it'll all just be based on the box you buy as opposed to, you know, what ecosystem you're buying into. Um, but then also with Fortnite. So I have a theory about this and I'll tell you after I read the story. So Fortnite also, um, they created a mode that is almost the exact same as PUBG or Player Unknown's Battlegrounds, which is the uh, one hundred battle royale, one hundred man battle royale, where like basically you all try to kill each other and then the last man standing wins. And so it's a, it's a, it's just, it's become that game mode has become synonymous with PUBG, and and so therefore like the developer, I do believe, feels like he has some sense of ownership over that game mode because I don't think it's been done correct. It's been done before. Or if it has, it's been done in smaller, smaller doses and not just like this. Probably not as appreciated. Yeah. Uh, but however, uh, because of this critical success, Fortnite looked at that and was just like, oh, you know what? Like, let's just make something like that with our own spin on it. And so they used like the crafting stuff still, like being able to make your own forts and bases and stuff like that. But 100 man free for all, essentially. Um, and uh, PUBG was not very happy about it. They, they came out and they were basically saying, I can read this off. Fortnite basically created the same mode that PUBG has become synonymous with. Developer isn't happy con- contemplating further action. Only problem is that Fortnite is developed by Epic. Um, so that's actually not a quote. That's something I wrote myself, just realized. Um, <laughs> uh, but basically, Epic, um, the developers behind Fortnite, this is going to get confusing, um, they own Unreal Engine, which is pretty much what every game uses to 
ever to, render. Yeah. to do anything. And that's the same engine that PUBG uses to for their game. Uh, and so, you know, basically PUBG came out and was like, I'm kind of mad about this. This is like our, our thing. I feel like they kind of just copied it. And then uh, they're thinking about further action. However, they got to be careful with this because Epic, that's I mean, the parent. <laughs> yeah, they, they gave you all the tools to be able to make this game in the first place. And, you know, it's a, uh, you got to look at the carbon copy thing. It's like there's there's no real game mode IP copyright stuff. There's no like, oh, I thought of Team Deathmatch first, therefore you have to pay me for, to use Team Deathmatch in your game. Like Team, Team Deathmatch is in all that stuff. Yeah, yeah, capture the flag. There's like every like every multiplayer game has used the same modes over and over and over again because I don't think anyone's ever thought that they created that mode. You know, they're all based off of something in the real world, probably. <laughs> Capture the flag. <laughs> For the most part. Yeah. And so, uh, yeah, this is just interesting. I don't I don't know what else to say about that. However, I just, yeah, I think that PUBG coming out and getting mad about it probably wasn't the best route, just just from a standpoint of, like, your games are the best. People are can, like, love your game for a reason. Fortnite really isn't a threat to you because of, what it is it's so much different like both games offer different things but no use in pouting yeah but when you're the when you're the big dog you want to try and make sure that you're, you're the only big dog and you know playstation any monopoly ever basically <laughs> so uh, either way we just got done talking about PUBG, a game that most people know about but something that people don't really know about is being a dad and being a gamer at the same time. But Dustin does, sort of. He's gonna be he's gonna be learning more and more as we continue uh, just to, to, to age. Uh, hence also I thought I was being clever about this, why I think 40 was such a you know a fitting episode, because that's like you know, over the hill, you know, getting old. Turn, I'm, I'm not even 30 yet. Turning into a gamer dad. I know, I know. But just you know, just because of the whole age association with 40. So yeah, basically, um, just quick preface. Dustin is uh, now a dad, and you um, you are also a heavy gamer, or of somewhat of a heavy gamer. So, for my my own purposes, this is kind of a selfish thing. Like, I want to know kind of what thought process you're going through right now, and you can also like inform a bunch of our listeners, like because this is something I think we're all going to experience. You know, Albert is also worried about it as well. You can hear him whining out there, but <laughs> it's something that we all we'll have to experience if we want to have kids, you know, should, should be, be able to have kids. Um, so, uh, I guess I'm just going to start off by asking you a few questions and then you can kind of just, you know, give your thoughts on it and then I'll just, if I have anything provide, I can, but I'm not a dad, so I can't <laughs> give, <laughs> Speak into it. give the best insight. Let me give you my wisdom. <laughs> so before we jump into dad stuff, how long have you been playing games for? I think I've been playing at least since I was five. I mean, my dad, I was born in 1988, and so like the NES was already out. Mm -hmm. So I mean, by the time I was old enough to recognize what it was, but they had that, and I actually had some of the rare games at that time that I would shoot myself for not like <laughs> keeping. But I mean, who knew at that time that that was you like, don't know as a kid like track like, and field. I had that. I had the little pad, but you wouldn't sell it. I didn't personally you, sell it. I'm, I'm saying if you had it now, like, yeah, I mean, like, there no. wouldn't, you would just, you would hang on to it. I mean, my great grandkids would be like, this little antique block this is worth is so much money. Yeah, they probably just throw it in the trash. Like, mm -hmm. yeah, that's grandpa's old stuff. But it had the trackpad and we'd smack it, you know, instead of run on it. Like, my yeah, sister just, and I'd be like, player one, player two, and we'd just like, 
just hit it as fast as you can and hope that you yeah, I was like, win the I'm race. winning. Oh, I tripped. <laughs> I, I'm not actually running it. I'm, I'm kind of cheating right now. So, I mean, I've been playing since I was really young. I mean, my parents didn't, um, they didn't say like, no, you can't have games. It wasn't very common. You know, it was like everybody had like one home console. It's usually the NES, and then as you get yeah. older, SNES, and then, amass a few more here and there. Yeah, I say, I mean, like they weren't too bad, and then Game Boys and things that came along subsequently. Um, so I've been playing for a long time. I would not consider myself to be a pro gamer. I'm very much a fan of art and digital art and stuff like that. So. Yeah, I would say that's kind of where I am too. Uh, yeah, I've been playing games probably since the same age. You know, yeah, we. Uh, my brother, my parents actually, actually never bought us a system. We got our first one for free from my cousin who had two Super Nintendos. And so she just said, hey, you can have this one. And so we had a Super Nintendo when we first grew up. And I just remember watching my brother play Mega Man and all those games. Um, and yeah, same thing. I'm not a pro gamer. I don't, I don't I'm, I'm good at certain games, but I'm by no means very good. Uh, but I've just always enjoyed it. Yeah, I've always just loved the stories they can tell, um, you know, the memories that I've formed with them, like playing with my family and friends growing up and they've just kind of stuck around even, you know, I, I was thinking like, I'll hit a point in college where like, you know, I'll probably burn out and I'll be like kind of done with games. Uh, but that never really happened. <laughs> no, it doesn't. <laughs> I but just, it actually might've gotten worse. <laughs> it probably did. I mean, when I moved in with, um, my best friend, Derek, is I, I'm called my brother. We played games like nonstop. We were two single guys like going to college. No like, responsibilities, own own time. Yeah, our house was paid for. Like we were just paying like low rent. So, I mean, we didn't have cable because it didn't reach out that far in the boonies. But, so what like, are you going to do? So what we're going to do is we're going to buy video games. We basically were a blockbuster. You know, we we had DVDs and like our family members would be like, hey, can I borrow that movie? They, and you're like, yeah, go ahead. <laughs> And so he hey, turned. Can I borrow that one? No, moving Can I have no. that one? Is, no, a, is dang a, old man. That dang old man, Charles Shank Redemption over there. Can I see that? That's a good movie right there. Yep. So we would do that, and we we didn't have cable. I didn't have internet, and like we're in college. This is not too long ago. You know, mm -hmm. I graduated in 2012, mm -hmm. but like we didn't have internet because we lived in the boonies. So we would just play that, and we had cousins down the road that would come and play. Mm -hmm. And we would play Halo, Crosslink, all that stuff. All that stuff. So we would do that, and we just didn't we didn't care. Like we were just going to play video games, and like, girls <laughs> happened to come by. That was great. You know, it's like <laughs> you like games too. And yeah. You like games. It's like I like Mario Party. We got it. Dude, like, Mario Party is a, a great opener for anything. I mean, we got the gloves. We got everything. It makes sense. Oh, so, man. but we would just do that, and we'd play games, and it would just grow. I mean, as new stuff came out, we had uh, like we we call it blow money, just because it's like you didn't have to invest in anything. I had just graduated when um you know i bought a new i bought a new vehicle when i got my big boy job and everything like that <laughs> and we were just investing it was like i had extra money because i was making an income what most people would have for a family yeah coming straight out of college so i was like what Still am i gonna a single do guy it's like i guess i'll just buy things that i like yeah, <laughs> yeah i know it'd be like wow moving you're very selfish might as well just buy a new hyrulean shield or yep. the next amiibo put that on pre-order oh my gosh amiibo <laughs> i love amiibo but at the time that it's height we were that's when actually and i were engaged and like it was christmas <laughs> And, um, you know, we're like, can we go down to Valdosta for a, a Captain Falcon amiibo? <laughs> like, Valdosta. Really? Who goes to Valdosta? <laughs> well, if you're on your way to the beach, sure. But, like, 
That's about it. Shout out to Valdosta. Cool. <laughs> but I mean, like, it's not worth it for a $12 item. No, it is not. And I mean, like, if you're going to... long drive. <laughs> <laughs> uh, gas, Prius, nothing. Oh, it doesn't make sense any way you look at worth it. Worth it. <laughs> I got it. <laughs> and I mean, same thing for the Switch. It's like, I got it. But yeah. like, you, it's a Sunday morning at Toys R Us. I'm around I a bunch waited. of grown adults. And they're like, why aren't you at church? And I'm like... We have a couple other services we it's can like, go to. It. I can watch it online later. It's fine. It's yeah. like Saturday or Sunday. We'll <laughs> go to it. We'll get there. So we've been playing games for a long time. Mm-hmm. Um, so that I think will weigh into our, our next kind of few topics here. But also, do you remember what your first game was that you played? Do you remember it all? It was definitely um, Duck Hunt and Mario. Duck Hunt, yeah. Um, one Classic. that has like stuck with my heart is Legend of Zelda stuff anyways, but mm-hmm. like you know, some of those Sonic loved mm-hmm. those games were some of my first games. And like, even like, as I got older, like I had, um, the Game Boy Pocket was my first Game Boy. Yeah. Um, silver precursor to the Game Boy Color. Yeah, there you go. And I had that too. Um, we just replaced them as we went on. So that's why I yeah. still have them. It's like, yeah, okay, that one's old now, but we had like, um, Link's Awakening. Oh, my yeah. mom enjoyed playing that. Like I'd be, and We'd have to sit the lamp right next to it and plug it in mm-hmm. with the DC adapter, like ACDC. And it's like we'd play and be like, Hold Batteries on. always dying. I can't see over here. And it's like you take it in the car and you couldn't see. But I mean, that was some of the most memorable things that I had was yeah. like a grayscale early, version of that. Early, early video games. And then I think for me, it was, I think I the one I remember most, I think, was either, yeah, I think it was Mario, Super Mario Bros. 2 was the very first one I remember, I remember playing. It was my same cousin that had the two SNESs. Uh, she also um, had the NES. And uh, I remember sitting, it was like very distinctly, it was weirdly tucked behind a, a couch. Um, there was like a little like den area you could kind of sit against and then you would just play, play NES. And I remember playing Super Mario Bros. 2. And I was like, man, this is a, this is a cool game. <laughs> Going <laughs> and indoors. And Super Mario 3 came out. Throwing potions. And then, yeah, then, then everything changed. That was a weird, like, even at that age, I was like, this doesn't feel the same as that But game. I loved it for some reason. The music or something about it. I was like, this is a cool game. <laughs> I was like, I was really, I was happy that you could pick different characters. Yeah, I like, yeah. I was like, cool. oh, I could be Toad. Oh, Luigi jumps differently. Yeah, there was like, <laughs> or what, was Luigi in that one? Yeah, he was. Yeah. He, he wiggled and then Peach floated. Yeah, Peach was the best. Because <laughs> you would just hover over Birdo and you're like, yeah, got trick. I'm fine, I'm fine, I'm fine. Um, so anyways, uh, so now jumping into like the dad stuff. So we, we kind of talked about this, but why, why do you think they have stuck this long? I said, like, you know, for me, like, I've just had so many memories over the years that have, like, been so great associated with it that I'm like, man, like, you know, there's no reason not to. But why do you think that, like, they've stuck this long? It's like the video games mm-hmm. have stuck around this long. I mean, yeah. the ability to pass them on, I think, is fantastic. I mean, they're coming out with the NES and the SNES Classic and stuff like that. And guarantee we have, like, all of the games that came out there still, like, in the man shed. Mm-hmm. at my brother's house like yeah. we still have all those games so like the fight for that but the fact that those have lasted and people can enjoy them because the content has not changed for any of the nest nest like that's old games it's all the same and my parents <clears throat> like in that introduction back into it it's like nintendo's like hey come on back it's like <laughs> you remember these games from like the 80s it's like, like yeah 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 i do remember those yeah yeah i remember playing that i love that like you know and it's an invitation back mm-hmm. and i think that's kind of why it's staying there it's just like hey Remember these things that were really good? Come on back. We've got more. There's so much more things that are advanced. But like for me and like what it meant to me and like you talk about memories that are associated with it. We have Skyrim season. Like 
it's Thanksgiving because that was when it came out. Like when we started playing it heavy, um, was Thanksgiving break a couple of years ago. Like we were sophomores, I guess, in college. And so it was who could wake up first Mm -hmm. to play the game for the whole day, basically until the PlayStation got too hot. But um, those those first first run playstations were were not not the best. It was like okay, but I mean, the reason that we keep coming back is because the content is good, and like we keep the old stuff because that content is still good. Mm-hmm. And I think that as it advances, you know, people will become more common with it. And I think you know, oh yeah, you're seeing already with these this generation, especially with like phones, like oh, people yeah. are introducing themselves. They to, know games, yeah, yeah, they get it because they're stuck in airports or on subways. And like, I saw a lady on the bus. We were we were going to the Hamilton County Fair this weekend, and a lady on the bus was playing Candy Crush, and she had to have been at least like 67 years old. And I was like, that's crazy. I, I wonder like, how much she's invested. I was like, in Candy I don't Crush. even know how to play. I saw her. She clicked on like the buy more time button, and then she like. She's like, she like, she backed out real quick, and I was like, she has definitely bought some stuff before to get more, more whatever it's whatever they call digital it, digital currency. Yeah, I don't know what how Farm Candy Bill. Crush works, but they make a lot of money because of that. Um, but with that, also, I think it's so you kind of mentioned this, but like, it's so important because like, I think the reason video games for me specifically have stuck around is because I they're so easy to share the enjoyment of them with other people. You can sit down and hand the controller to somebody else, and you guys can both play a game together. And like that's that's why I love Nintendo because they are so good about that together feeling. Like, hey, like let's share this experience together. Like, this is a really cool game. This is Mario Kart, and it's really easy to pick up. Um, and even recently, like my wife, she's not a gamer by any stretch, but she loves those kind of games. She loves Mario Kart. She loves Mario Party, and it's it's basically all Nintendo stuff. She just like I love this. She likes Last of Us a lot but only because she was watching us watching me play that. Mm-hmm. She's like this is like watching a movie. I'm like I know, it right? Good. Yeah. It's just crazy. But, but the shared experience. I think that's really like, you know, it's it's not just this simple like I think it would be so different if I was only playing by myself all the time. Like I would have been burnt out on games a long time ago and been like, you know, like whatever, like it's just me doing this. Like I don't really care about it, but I have, I've met so many people and have so many friends that I play with on like a weekly basis. And just, they're just such a part of my life and their life still that it's like, well, I mean, even this how is we a community, met. this is like, yeah, this is a community that like exists. It's the same as like you go watch football or like you talk about football. It's like, I talk about video games with my friends, you know? Yeah. And um, I think it's it's becoming less and less frowned upon. Like oh, yeah. my grandfather, if he thought that, you know, I was playing video games all day. Doing a podcast on video games. Doing a podcast on video games. <laughs> I'm thankful to be here. Hello, Papa. Good to see you. Um, but, you know, it's it was frowned upon for a little while. But I mean, like, it's not saying that people can't make money off of video games because they can. And mm-hmm. like either they're let's we like let's play or like even there's if there's a doing, multi-billion dollar industry based around creating video games. Yeah. And I mean like the content's good. Like people want to make video games. Like mm-hmm. I have it. I think my mom said when I was a kid I wanted to be like I wanted to be an artist. Mm-hmm. And I'm doing that. But I think she's like, you wanted to create video games when you were a little kid. Like you wanted to make what's on the TV. And I was like, I kind of do. You still can. Still can. I'm not too old for that. But hey, shout out any developers out there want to hire this guy. <laughs> well, for graphics. <laughs> I, get, I can't get, really get a little practice. I don't have a lot of developing background. Like you I can do front you end. design hud you can just design some huds for every single game i could just basically put a skin on it i'm yeah, good at that be great yeah but um <laughs> you know for it it was just like i really appreciate that your wife is able to share that with you because like i don't think that most people understand that like there is that family atmosphere is like my wife will sit here and shout out i oh, yeah, actually love you um, <laughs> she will watch me play 
she enjoys watching me play other games more than some of the others. Like yeah. she loves Breath of the Wild. She thinks it's a gorgeous game, and it is. And so your wife, you know, when she was watching you play those games, she got kind of attached to it like a show. Yeah, it's exactly. Like, oh man, but that's part of it. Is like it's not just a selfish act anymore. You can now share with other people in video games, and I think that's something that's taken it to the next level for. Why is it continuing to go on? And people are like, I'll spend, you know, how much on a computer? Ah, that's risky. I'll spend that for sure on a video game console. Oh, yeah. Easy. Yeah, but- absolutely. Yeah. PCs uh, can can rack up the price. But, you know, there's uh, there's something to be said for that, too. There's a, lot, there's a lot of experiences out there. And I think that's what you're talking about. There's, there's so many things. There's, there's so many things for different people. Like you can, if you are in like a grieving period, there's like a bunch of games that are about like dealing with like that kind of stuff. And, you know, there's, I, I think there's like a game, I mentioned this a while ago, but there's a game about like a, a father and a, a mother who um, were going through this at the time in their life that their son had been diagnosed with cancer. And it was called like that dragon cancer. And it was a, it was a game based on that whole experience. And I was like, that's crazy. I was like, that's like such an emotional, like, season of sad thing mm-hmm. and you made a game about it and now many people that have been affected by something similar if they are familiar with games or not even familiar it's i think it was a very simple game to pick up and play it was like oh like this like this touches me in different places and like i, I would have ever expected a game to go yeah <laughs> for sure i mean like the, the the time investment into it makes that grow so much closer to your heart yeah and i mean i don't know how many mario 64 like <laughs> Um, or Mario Kart 64 games we've played in our life. But it, it has brought us, like, one, at ends to each other, but two, closer because of just the content. Just, yeah. like, we're able to play this. We're able to enjoy it together. You like yeah. it. I can say, oh, I can't beat this. My wife has beat <laughs> one of the shrines. She beat it for me because I couldn't do it. The and puzzle it was, based, was too hard. And the puzzle was not too not too yeah, hard. It was too hard It was you. too hard for me. <laughs> I oh, it was one of the the motion based ones. Yeah, and I she hated those. she really loved it, and like she did a great job. She beat it, and she beat it in one try. Like <laughs> I, it took me ten or fifteen tries to say I can't do this. She took it. Was like done, done. You I was like, like, well, dang. <laughs> I was like, great job, honey. I love you. I was it's like, like the I'm spatial, a failure over here. Just different brains, different brains. Yeah, know? but she processed it and she was able to do it. And like, she's not an avid gamer. She likes it. I have bought her um, a Game Boy for Christmas before, like the old fat pack ones. Yeah, yeah. And I also bought her a um, a 3DS. So like, it's the mm-hmm. um, the uh, Legend of Zelda, where it's black and gold on one side. And um, so I got that for her, and she enjoys like Tetris and things that are mind games like that. Yeah. She really likes puzzles. Mm-hmm. So I would just, I would, that's an opportunity to share with her something that I hold close to my heart and she would appreciate. And it was mm-hmm. just like, we've done several road trips together where she's like over there playing Tetris. I'm like, yeah. you know, we got to stop for batteries. We're about to run out. But you know, <laughs> that's just something she enjoys it. And yeah. I, I love sharing that part of my heart with my wife so that she can, you know, be a part of something that I enjoy and we get to share a lot and vice versa. Yeah, exactly. So yeah, I think that was a very philosophical and in-depth look at why they stuck around. So if you, if you have any questions now, then you missed it all. (laughs) (laughs) Drop the knowledge. Um, and then I, uh, this is a quick yes or no. Did your, did your parents ever play video games? Were they ever interested? You said your, your mom played Zelda. She played that on the game boy. Um, my dad shocker really liked, um, Star Fox 64 ah. because like you're 
it's different. Like that was advanced for yeah. that time to be able to like be kind of like in a combat simulator. And he was just like, he on snow days, like in Tennessee, snow days way back in the day. <laughs> Tennessee's were, were common. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, not very. And so like we're both <laughs> if out of it work. Got cold, you got a snow day. Yeah. And I mean, I remember him coming in there and he's like, just watch me. And he would, he's like, can I, can I try that? And I was like, yeah. And it was his N64. And I mean, like it's wonky. To That's us. a weird controller. And yeah. he would sit there and he would just glide around. Maybe over here. It's like, oh, this is cool. Yeah. This is cool. This is cool. cool. What's this button do? Oh, lost the B button, whatever that was. Fire, fire, fire bombs. Yeah. And it's like, pull the trigger back there. And it, like, he enjoyed it. He found enjoyment from that. And like, my mom would play, she would just come over there and I think she'd just cut the grass. She would just cut the grass on Legend of the Zelda. Simple, simple stuff in the Simple games. task. Cut the grass. Yeah. That's why like, so many parents loved uh, like Wii Bowling um, and like uh, Tetris and stuff like that. All that stuff was huge because the, the concept was so simple. It was just like, mm -hmm. oh, like I understand this puzzle or oh i'm bowling just on the tv yeah you know that was a huge sell i remember my my like even my dad like was obsessed with wee bowling he, he would always challenge me he's top like, score yeah he you beat he, me son <laughs> yeah come at me bro and he recently beat me in mario kart which was a was a uh, oh you can't let him live that down yeah um it was a sad sad time so, challenge accepted yeah. rematch so i, I, I might have went, went easy on him a little bit so i won't you know it's it's live now dad you know sorry i went easy on you but however he enjoyed that so um, now jumping, just kind of speaking about dads and parents, um, just last, last little segment here, the main topic of the show, really, um, like being a dad now, like how do you see your habits changing if at all, now that you have a kid in your life, like now that you are a dad? It definitely has changed. Um, I have a six month old son, Jackson. Hey man. <laughs> hey when, man. When you can understand this, hello. Um, <laughs> Uh, he, he is so interested visually. Like, I mean, most babies are, they love to see bright, colorful things on the TV and we have a, a switch and we also have a Wii U, which is now in a box. We're moving this week. Um, <laughs> he'll go without it for a couple of days. I'll yeah. try to, um, but you know, my priorities have shifted, you know, we have always been about family first and, you know, we have a, um, our filter and how we place everything in our lives. Um, for work, ministry, um, our family and everything. Like we've got that in place so that we know, like at the end of the day, did we, we do something for us or we do it for our family. And so, you know, it time for yourself has definitely changed because he needs attention. He needs to yeah. be, you know, fathers, you need to be a part of your son's lives and be able to kind of like interact with them and show, like I get down there on the floor and like, play helicopter i put him over my head like i really want him to <laughs> i have a like a game boy uh, teether like we <laughs> we embrace it like my wife and i that's pretty cool we we totally embrace nerd culture like we we are nerdy my wife will not say that she's not she's not nerdy she is gorgeous she's beautiful she's cultured and she she appreciates the things that i appreciate and she was pikachu one year for halloween that's awesome and so i was ash that was kind of <laughs> I was like well hannah and i were dk and uh, diddy kong uh one one halloween that's awesome yeah and that that part's fun too so mm -hmm. i mean like we're excited for for halloween because like <laughs> the only acceptable time in our family for cosplay <laughs> just like <laughs> let's do this and we don't look like you know we don't go to cons because yeah. like i would love to Invite me, for, feel free. But I would like, love to go to con too. Also. I would. I mean, like, even if I didn't dress up, you know, I would love to. Go. I love that culture. Yeah, I think it's so, so cool. Um, you know, for my son, I want him to at least be exposed. He can make whatever decision in his life he wants to make. Mm -hmm. You know, I'm here to support him and be his coach, his guide. 
I'm his father. Yeah. And so I want him to experience things. I want him to try sports. I want him to try video games. I want him to be interested in web mm-hmm. development, like different languages. And so for us, like I have to step back from saying me, me, me. You know, I love video games. I love Smash. I at least try to play 15 minutes a day <laughs> just to keep my chops up. Yep. But, you know, get those those muscles loose. Yeah. You know, sometimes I want to go in there and just beat them up. I'm like, yeah. I was like, honey, can I go beat up some kids online for a little bit? And yeah, she's okay, like, yeah, yeah it's so okay. I'm going to make dinner. And it's like, okay. Sweet. And he'll just turn. He'll turn his whole body and he'll just watch. And so I'm like, <laughs> I know that he is at least seeing that I'm doing this. I want to make sure that I'm at least not prioritizing myself over him. Yeah. Because that can easily come and play. I think that as they get older, they'll definitely realize that. But I have kept my stuff so that I can share it with him. Oh, yeah. So I have 10 plus Game Boys. And I have less than 10 games for them. Backups, backups. But only the games you need, really. Yeah, just the good games. Yeah. Not anything bad. And so I have all the original Pokemon. I even bought the Japanese green. Like, I have it. I have the boxes. Yeah, I'm sure I'm sure your son will love to play the Japanese green Pokemon. <laughs> I tried. Dad, what is this? I was yeah. just like, I'm guessing, son. My name is Blah Blah. It's a and bunch of little symbols. I don't know what those I mean. I was like, I don't know what that is. I probably just called myself probably, something probably silly. Probably some sort of curse word or something like yeah, that. Yeah, it's like, you are, yep, okay, I'm that guy. <laughs> like, he named himself that. But, Stupid idiot. So I am very excited when he can start. Like, we're very we try to be very aware of how much screen time he's going to get yeah. because like we were like, we're not going to put him in front of a screen. I heard for infants, like you do have to be careful with that. Cause like they like to them, like everything's on like blast, like their, their senses are just taking so much more in. And so they're like, mm-hmm. yeah, be careful. Like how much exposure they have to, to digital screens because you know, their eyes are going to adjust based on that color and based on that, like exposure or whatever. We keep him pretty far away. I mean, it's not like in here where it's that close. I mean, (laughs) our living room was like, it felt like a mile away. Yeah. And so he would just play in the floor, but he would, I mean, we, we did it because we wanted to eat. Mm -hmm. And one night it was just like, we both wanted to eat together. And in the newborn phase, it's really hard. You have to eat in shifts or eat really, really fast. And so, go, 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 go. I'm done. Like Dragon Ball Z style. Like, yeah, it's like, <laughs> and so we would share and it's like, I'll hold him real quick and you can eat. And like, we have that debate. It's like, no, you eat, no, you eat. <laughs> and so it's just like, he was just, he got caught by TV and he was like, oh, Bright he didn't co- make a noise. Bright colors. And he just sat there and stared at it. And I don't, I think we were watching something on Netflix and he just yeah. stared at it. And I was like, I think we can eat now. Just, 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 let him, just let don't him. say anything. Just shh, eat your food. Don't clink. <laughs> and it's like, clink. and it's like, oh. But we just like, I took a picture and I sent it to my mom. I was like, we're doing something we never thought we would do. And she's like, that'll happen for the rest of your life. But like, <laughs> you know, we just like, we're just not going to put him in himself. front of the TV because we want him to read. I, I was forced to read as a kid because mm-hmm. AR program. Oh my gosh, those AR points. They got me nothing. All about reading Harry more Potter books. books, so get more points for them. For sure. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> books that I was interested in, Hank the Cow Dog, um, <laughs> things that most people are like, Boxcar Children. Magic School Bus. Anything yeah. highly illustrated, I was about. Yeah. It's because I like pictures. But, um, you know, we want him to experience. The, um, an imagination without screens. So we're going to try to like dial back phones. He's chewing mm-hmm. on our phones now. I like to put it in his mouth. Good. But um, Good. screen time that way, it's like we have VHS tapes. We're all about nostalgia at our house. Oh my gosh. So we have all at of the that great... point, just not worth it. Just, we have all the great Disney movies on VHS. Like, uh, why not? Yeah, I guess so. Just yeah. DVD versions would be better for you, maybe. I don't know. For, for portability. Yeah, digital. Oh, we don't have any digital stuff. 
Oh, I mean, man. other than Netflix, they just took Emperor's New Groove off of Netflix, which well, is, we have on D- VHS and DVD. But. That's one that you got to have in, in your collection. But uh, do you see that Disney's, uh, mm. they're starting their own streaming program, and as soon as that goes live, say bye-bye to Netflix Disney. I know. Well, that for sure. And I'm like, do we let go of Netflix because of Disney? Because we have kids. Yeah, it's like, I'm, like I'm fine with watching all Disney stuff. Yeah, I'm cool with that. I mean, like, <laughs> yeah. we we... We don't get a lot of time Stranger to watch. Stranger Things you'd miss, probably. That'd yeah, I'm it. excited about that for yeah. this next month. Yeah. Um, but, you know, things that have changed, um, amount of game time I get, Yeah. Um, you know, in content. Like, I don't go, um, and my coworker, he's, he's like, I'm okay with shooting aliens, but I'm not okay with, like, you know, shooting people. GTA, um, that kind of stuff, yeah. Like, not just innocent, but, like, war games. Like, if you're playing Medal of Honor, like, yeah. any of the Call of Duty stuff, he's like, I'm not Super okay violent. with shooting people in front of my son. Yeah. And his son is, um, you know, five or six years old, and he loves Halo, and he's really good at some of the games, like, on, yeah. on that. But, it, like, he's like, I want to buy him a Wii so that he can kind of, like, get an intro to games mm-hmm. and have wholesome content first before he goes off and plays Halo and stuff like that. Yeah. Which is fine. That's smart, yeah. And so I think there's that stair step. And so, like, what I want to do, and this is a goal I'm holding myself accountable, I want Jackson to start with a Game Boy Pocket before I ever let him play the DS. I'm like, start here, beat this game, start this game, beat that game, and it's going to be a sequence of Pokemon. I'm like, until you catch the first 150, 151, if I trade with you, if I feel like it. You're not my son. (laughs) You're not my son. I dishonor my family. (laughs) But, like, um, I want him to experience the things that we got like when we were that age he doesn't he will probably blow through it in a week and that's gonna be like dad i beat that yesterday I'm like give me pokemon red well like what do you okay so sorry to cut you off but like what do you think about like how how are you gonna keep him from being curious also and seeing that all of his friends have the newest handheld and he's his dad's forcing him to play on this game boy pocket and he's like dad jeremy has this other really cool thing that has like 4D technology and like <laughs> augmented you, reality yeah, AR games so you can just play on your your table why am i playing this crappy thing <laughs> i think that takes batteries <laughs> i mean like it, i don't i guess call it a lecture moment i want him to know this is where it started like not like hey let me get the Atari you yeah. know and like blow it out and this is like <laughs> so all you do is move this up and down yeah, that's about it. So that's just, that's the game. That's the game. <laughs> and it's like, no, we did that as older. Like we're like, huh, this is novel. This is cool. Yeah. Um, I'm I think, done. I think as, as a teaching as a teaching moment, it's and he and he actually, I mean, I think kids will benefit from having some of that experience. It's like, I don't know, like as a, as a gamer, I feel cool to have at least played almost every video game console. It's like, oh yeah, I remember playing NES, I remember playing Sega, I remember playing Atari, all, all this kind of stuff. Not every console. Yeah. But I played most of them. Um, and that's going to be lost on future generations. Like kids that grew up in 2000 have no reason to go back and play any of those consoles because it's mm-hmm. just like, whatever, we got this available. And now with like the virtual con- or the you know minis released, that's kind of a really cool way to adopt these new kids into this ecosystem to where it's easy. It's like, you don't have to go out and find an NES and pay stupid amount of money for it. Actually, they're still pretty cheap, Uh, but the games themselves and all this kind of crap that might not even work, you know, it's just like, Hey, Oh, and and let alone find a TV that can actually play it competently. You know, it's just like, it's all that stuff that all these hurdles we have to jump through to be able to play those games still. Yeah. They'll be accessible to them in a digital format that's really easy. It's like, here's a box that plays all these old games that are super important, and it's like a collection of all the best, so you don't have to even waste time with, with guesswork on the internet being like, what's the best game for NES? You can just yeah. literally hear, hear the ones you should worry about. 
Yeah, and which I, is really cool. I'm I'm a fan of that, and that's why I say like we want to bring that back to our children. Like my best friend, Derek, we have all of the old games, and he's expecting his son in December, so his life's about to change too. <laughs> and I mean, like you just we, you'll see, and I want them to understand that there is so much good content back, even if it's old, even if it looks old, like. I want him to play Earthworm Jim. Go for it. Like the content, the storyline is kind of weird. But it might like, not look, yeah, it might not look as cool as some of the stuff you're seeing today. But the game itself still plays super well, and yeah. that's and that's the beauty of and it's immersive. Yeah, that's the beauty of Nintendo content. You know, PlayStation stuff. I don't think ages as well. You can't go back and play Crash Bandicoot. You can't go back and play Spyro because those games look like garbage and don't play very well. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like if you if you want to deal with the load screens, yeah. Oh so. <laughs> gosh. But I mean, I think, you know, having that that hidden content is just like if if his friends like I've got 40 AR technology and I can do this on my like my living room table. Yeah. I'm like where's the storyline? Like what are you doing? What do you what's the goal? Like I'm how sure long is this going to last? And I'm, I'm sure it'd be fun. And that's the thing too, like I think well that's that's going to be the different thing too is like because you and I are both still so immersed in this. Like I I foresee myself self still staying up to date with all of the new consoles and new technology and we'll probably have those in in our house for myself mm-hmm. and then also if my kids are interested that'll that, that it's, it's gonna be totally different for me because my dad and mom were never they didn't care yeah. They're like if you want video games buy them yourself we're not buying them for you but we support it whatever um and so like it's gonna be so weird like i'm gonna have to figure out how to balance that like my love for video games and then also like, Hey, like I like this, but like, what are, what do you like? Like, what do you want to do son or like daughter? <laughs> I, I mean, like at this point, like, um, my, um, my sister's little brothers, they're playing Minecraft. Like I've never played it. Mm-hmm. It looks really interesting. I mean, I really would get immersed in it because I would probably do that, but they watch videos all day Oh yeah, and they'll just watch. So, I mean, like I want to be in the passenger seat by the time my son's like 10. I want to just sit there and watch him do it. Yeah, because it's like, I, I want enjoy to, this. Yeah. It's like, Dad, look at this awesome sword I just totally found in this treasure chest. It's like, well, that looks kind of dinky to me. But, you know, <laughs> hey, great. It's you not know. as cool as a master sword. Son. <laughs> yeah, son, you will never know. But <laughs> I want him to, one, get that sense of, like, discovery, like, where we trade places. So I don't want, like, we're very aware that we're like, hey, I don't want you to play for, you know, eight hours straight. You know, I was like, get up, go to the bathroom. Wash yourself, you know, I'm like, son, Wash yourself, please. son, please deodorant. Son, this is so unhealthy. Please stop. So, you know, I want him to, to uh, show me things. And that's something I can't wait. Like I want to show him everything that I love and for him to take it. And like, I hope he doesn't break it, but you know, like the, I mean, they're replaceable. They're, the memories aren't, you know, and the memories will never change. The hardware can be replaced. It's mm-hmm. not a problem, but like, I want him to experience that. I want him to feel like I've prioritized him over myself and, mm-hmm. you know, in our family and be like, son, I want you to, to do these. Like, I'm going to set you off on your own Pokemon adventure. You're 10 now. You can take on the world. <laughs> You're 10 years old. You can leave the house and you do can, whatever you want. You can just fight gym battles. You don't need, people go, are going to give you money when you beat them up. You're going to go stop an evil corporation from yourself. exploding Pokemon. You never have to stop to sleep or anything. You just, know, just, just rest your Pokemon. That's all that matters. And you're fine. Get a bicycle. It's going to be great. <laughs> Maybe <Yeah>. some running shoes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Somebody's going to give you a voucher because you helped them. Um, go to the casino. Maybe like win some more Pokemon that 
that way. <laughs> Use the potion, son. Full revive. Don't spend money on the half revive. So that's just a waste of time, yeah. So I think, you know, <laughs> as we get older and things are going to change, I hope that I'm still playing. I really do. Challenge for myself later on in life. I might not buy everything. I might watch a couple of things online, but I definitely want to see that discovery in my son and like our future kids. I want them to show me things. I want to be able to enjoy something with them that would be like, you remember that snow day back in, you know, whatever. Back in 06 when we played that game. That was awesome. You remember like the blizzard of 93? <laughs> oh, man. Like, oh, we didn't play so We didn't have day. power at that point, but, you know, <laughs> it was just... We couldn't play games. We play. could only do a Game Boy, but I don't think we had that. Now we can do Switch. Power goes out. <laughs> what are you going to charge it with? I do have a RAV power, um, you know, thing for the you Switch. You got to have that. You got to have it. We went to Tulsa it's on a, a road have. trip like a week or um, like for a whole week a couple months ago and i was like i've got to buy something so that i can sustain it is a literal game changer you can play your game longer yeah it's a necessity yeah, for sure <laughs> and i was like and this thing died in about an hour and a half but we bought the rav power i had my 3ds my 2ds and the switch all the way to tulsa and i didn't talk and they're like you okay over there on the passenger seat. I'm, I'm not okay. It's like, um, yeah, I'm just really immersed right now. I'm sorry. I'm not paying attention. You go to bed and you still have dreams of the game you're playing. They're like, oh, man, I got to stop. Well, I got to take a break. I took a break the whole week. I didn't play them like for the rest of the week. And my coworker's like, can I try the Switch? I'm like, yeah, of course. Anything. And he would play it 20 minutes before we go to bed. Like we were sharing a room and then like we had a suite next to us with um, two other people on the trip. Yeah. And he was like, Oh, this is so fun. And oh, he would just laugh like for no reason. It's I'm, awesome. It is fun. It really is enjoyable. As soon as you put your hands on a Switch and you start playing, you're like, man, I get why this is cool. I get why people want this right now. Yeah. So. And so I have an age limit for the Switch for my son. I'm like, <laughs> when he cannot drop things or not throw things out of anger is when you can play the Switch. Or you could just invest in a, a, a fancy like Nerf case just for around it. So I did found uh, I did found. I did found one. I did find that thing out there at the Goodwill. Um I and I I'm not joking now. I did find this at Goodwill. It is pink. It is a Nerf um two DS clamshell that goes on top of your three yep, DS. I've seen it. Um it's it was huge. It's hot pink. It's got Nerf all over it. I'm thinking about taking a Sharpie to that bad boy. Can't when, lose it. And just give it to your son and say, here you go. Here you go. I was like, I'm gonna find him like probably one of the old uh, 3ds um xls that can fit in that one because it'll be worthless at this point because yeah. it didn't have the c-stick on it yeah so, can't play game wow well, no c-stick so um you know i'll buy that for him and i'll just i'll i'll try to invest as much as i can until he transitions into that age where it's like okay now we're gonna have to trade i'm not gonna buy you everything but you know something that stuck with me and i wanted to share was my dad bought me pokemon blue that's pretty awesome when he went out of town to gatlinburg for a weekend um for something i don't know why he was out of town but i love gatlinburg he came back and he's like picking me up at my grandparents house and he's like he's like i got you something i was like i don't i mean we we weren't that kind of family he was like i left i got you something while yeah. i was gone but he did he saw something that i would want and that had been talking about and he brought it back and it's like i'm almost 30 i remember that oh yeah and so i mean something that my dad took interest in something that i had interest in i mean he didn't care to play it himself mm -hmm. but he bought it and brought it to me um as a gift and it was just like this is yours you can have it enjoy and so that investment is something that i'm like i cannot wait to share that with my son yeah and it wouldn't doesn't have, doesn't have to be video games it can be whatever he wants he's like dad i'm into hockey right now it's like okay cool and you, <laughs> here's a hockey puck go you, find you, ice you buy him <laughs> you buy him his first hockey stick and rollerblades maybe if you don't have ice and it's like here you go man yeah yeah so that's pretty cool yeah i think from all of this it's just like 
yeah, you, you're, you're, your focus is going to shift. It's not going to be you can't play games for hours and hours on end. I mean, I don't. I mean, do you that. personally can now. I mean, you can't. I mean, if you can, if you're if your family's out of town, or if you're out of town, or if you if you schedule time with friends, and that's something like we scheduled this time to yes. be together. And I, you know, I asked my wife for, for permission just because, like, I want to be honoring to her. Yeah, I don't want to just say I'm res- going to go do this. But you respect know, that time. Yeah, i you know, and my son's with daycare and we're packing up our house and like, I'm very gracious that my wife allowed me to come out here and just, you know, be on the podcast for nerd out, nerd out. I was like, can I go be a nerd for a minute? And like, just, I'm a nerd all day. Or so for, uh, for an hour and for 15 an hour. minutes. Yeah. So, um, you know, I'm very thankful and appreciative of my family's time. And I know that it's precious to have any kind of like time for myself. So if you want like a list of things of how to be a dad gamer, play when they're asleep, <laughs> For, for real, I mean, good, like, I good. make sure that my wife is, like, you know, she's taken care of. We have dinner, you know, whatever we have. My son. And the same thing goes with, like, side work for freelance. I'm like, yeah. once they go to bed, I can do some stuff. Like, or I can get up early. Saturday mornings is still, I wish it yep. was, you know, I wish they had good cartoons on. But <laughs> it's all on Netflix now. I'll just watch that. But, but, yeah, mornings and late at night when you're no longer physically needed to do anything <laughs> yeah i mean everybody else is like powering down and like you just see a black like a bright glowing screen from our bedroom that's me playing switch yep trying to beat breath of the wild and that's the best yeah because you can sit in bed and you can just be there also and then just be playing games yeah it's the and best. you know our our little cousin's like 15 he's like yeah bro I'll beat that in a week i'm like i'm sorry <laughs> sorry that you have a very different life than me right now <laughs> yeah and i mean like if you're just out you there wait till you grow up and if you're out there and you're young like it's going to change. Don't be afraid. <laughs> Embrace it. Um, you know, and continue to share your games with your kids when you get there. And if your dad out there, shout out. Hey man, great job. <laughs> Love your family first. Then play games like provide for your family. Do that. Do what you need to do. And then if you get some time for yourself, like, you know, say, Hey, I'm going to go play this for an hour. I'm going to schedule time on a Friday night. We're going to go have some pizza. We're going to play through this game together. It's going to probably be an all night thing at least be aware of your family's time and how much they mean to you. Because if you, if you pass their childhood, that's one thing that I'm afraid of. I'm like, I don't want to miss your childhood. Big mistake. Yeah. And you probably have to make some hard decisions. It's like, man, I really want to do this, but you know, I'm being selfish still. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, like, especially like my dad rotates shifts. He's on, um, 12 hours this week. So he's not going to be able to help me move back to my hometown. Mm -hmm. Um, but he'll still be there. He's not, he's like, it's not because I can't, because I want to be there. He's yeah. like, I've got to work. And so like if you're working and you're doing shift work or if you have, you know, flexible schedules, like whenever you get some convenient time for yourself, you know, just 15, 20 minutes, do it. And it's healthy. <laughs> it's healthy. I mean, like, especially for a release, if you had a long day at work, I recommend Smash Brothers online. <laughs> 1v1, you know, for just, glory. For glory. For glory. You know, it's just, just like, get, on there. get it and play it because like, <laughs> You, I told, I told my wife and the reason why I love it, I said, I just want to do something mindless for a little while. I was like, just yeah, to get seriously. my brain to detox from the day. Give me a second to kind of like play down. And I mean, Reset. whatever, whatever the game is for like whomever, if you want to play something, PlayStation, I'm, I'm just, we only have Nintendos in my house. So destiny Two, whatever yeah. it is, get on there, enjoy it, become a part of the community and, you know, interact with other people because you're going to find people that are very similar mm-hmm. and they're going to have something in common like we do. And then you get on a podcast. Eventually. And then you get invited to be on a podcast. <laughs> so, um, you know, I'm just very thankful, um, to be able to, um, still play as a dad. I think that, you know, it's, it does a lot for my mental health, like just to be able to 
detox from a day. Like I don't have a stressful job. I do not. I work for a church. I love it. Your job's awesome. Yeah. And I (laughs) do graphic design. So I make art, you know, all day. Um, and there's other fellow every day. My life is great. (laughs) It's fantastic. It's really good. Yeah. (laughs) Really good. (laughs) Sorry. Not your Libra. Yeah. That was his first movie, by the way. He's not saying like he was able to watch it, but the first movie that we watched with my son when we came home was Nacho Libre. Very, very proud moment. I'm sure. Yeah. I would, I would probably do the same thing. I love that movie. Get that coin out of my face. (laughs) We can do, we can do quotes all day. I'm sorry. sorry. (laughs) So yeah, I mean, seriously, thank you so much for the, the insight on that. Cause I think, yeah, I mean, you gave a very healthy response to it and it's something that it's going to continue to change. You're going to have to be flexible and, and adapt to what you can handle and what your family needs and, and what really just needs to be done for, for your, yeah, for your, your health balance and everything else. There's, there's a lot of decisions and factors that weigh into that. Mm-hmm. Um, but ultimately, yeah, I mean, Dustin, thank you so much for, uh, for the good dad inside and I'm sure we'll have you back on maybe a couple of years from now and <laughs> that'd be you can funny. Give us some given updated being a dad gamer part two, you know? Uh, but yeah, so uh, unfortunately, ladies and gentlemen, that is the end of our podcast. Remember Bitcast is a weekly podcast that posts every Monday or Tuesday and covers most things, pop culture and video games. Again, Dustin, great having the show, man. Man, thanks for inviting me. I really appreciate it. Absolutely. Um, if you are a listener, be sure to check out all of our stuff on bitblogist.com. Um, if you like to listen to this uh, in video format, remember we're on YouTube. Uh, subscribe there if you want to be notified when we're live next. We're not live, but on next. Uh, and then also um, be sure to uh, just go ahead and send us emails if you want to have your topic read off on the show. I would love to do that sometime where if someone's like, hey, I want to know what these guys think about this, like, Hey, I'm a dad. I want to know like what you guys think about being a dad and being a gamer. Boom, we could have answered your question for you. But luckily, I got it all up here. So be Master sure to your plan. Send topics to bitcast at bitbloggers.com if you want to be a part of that. And I'll make sure you you get a shout out as well. But until next time, this has been Bitcast. Thanks for tuning in to talk about some stuff.